Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, yes indeed, Causeway Kings back in action right here for you on the WMEX Sports Podcast Network. And as always, we're here talking Bruins, hockey, life, the things that make life hurt, such as pain in the spine, the knees, the hips, the joints. You better believe it. We get a little bit of everything, and we're going to complain together. Your friend Ben Rabinovitz, as always, in the host chair, Merrill Marshall with us, Gordo, handy dandy, and of course, Clance ringing in the New Year's early here. It's been a wild one, boys, but we're back here and we're ready to roll because the Bruins are rolling, man. They just handled Tampa Bay and now we're just handling the rest of this league, apparently. Dude, the Bruins are rolling like a Snoop Dogg blunt right now. What a way to say it. My God, I love it. Perfectly put. If, if I would not be expecting them to be 17 and two, especially after the way we talked about them in the off season. But there's so much to talk about with them. So many great things. Uh, it pumped me back on here with you guys. I'm just in the car right now. about to pull down the street. That way I can hop on the old laptop and uh, get rolling with you. Handsome, handsome devils. Woo. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they are on an absolute heater. The likes of which, uh, we haven't seen probably, uh, well, ever, obviously, uh, since the 1929-30 season. But, um, you know, a lot to get into. Uh, we got some uh, injuries. We got some guys coming back off injury. And, obviously, we got uh, Bergie making some history, So uh, among other things. So it's going to be a f- uh, fun little pod. And absolutely. And I got to spend some time at uh, Warrior Ice Arena this last week. I got a chance to check out the morning practice and skate prior to the Flyers game. Yes, was, that's right. It was a pretty cool time. I got to tell you, Warrior Ice Arena does a fantastic job, and the crew, the staff, they are there first thing in the morning making sure the ice is scraped and everything is right. I mean, it's a process. I watched. I know. I saw it. So anybody from Warrior staff, huge shout-out to you. Um, I also watched Jake DeBrusque rip one-timers off Ulmark for what seemed like eternity, uh, and I only know that because they kept deflecting up in the netting in front of my face, so I kept catching it, you know what I mean? But it was a great time. So uh, let's break down some of those games that we've missed out on since last week. Where do we even start? Well, I mean, you want to uh, work back and start with last night. I mean, um, it's a real impressive victory, uh, you know, about as impressive as you can have for uh, November, but you know, consider the competition. Tampa Bay Lightning uh, been to three straight cups, won two of the last three. And you know, I, I was I was selling Gordo Clance before you hopped on. Was I was very impressed with how they responded because the first ten minutes the ice was definitely tilted. Uh, Tampa was uh, harder on pucks, quicker to lose pucks, and you know, the Bruins took that punch and they sort of responded. Allmark was unbelievable early. I think at one point I had the shots at like seven or eight, nothing lightning. And then the Bruins kind of got their footing and, uh, and they started attacking and they started playing, uh, you know, aggressively and uh, they started possessing the puck and then they just started playing their game. Yeah. It's a, it's a obviously a fantastic start to the year. I don't think anybody expected this, but it's a, you know, I'm kind of, I feel like we're getting to the point now where like everybody's waiting for the wheels to fall off, but I, don't, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening. Yeah. They're pretty well put together right now. I mean, the, the, just the, the veteran presence up front and just guys, you got, you know, the depth is just, you know, um, I, I think is what is carrying them thus far. And then obviously you've got some guys stepping up and, um, you know, Lindholm, Allmark, um, on the back end, especially. So, I mean, you know, watching the NHL right now, it's a little, I don't know, I guess I'm just like an old salty asshole, but I like to, uh, you know, I miss, I miss kind of like there's, there's, there's no like inner division, like rivalries anymore, or, you know, part of that's a schedule, dude. It is, it is part totally of yeah. yeah, I I mean, well, right now, I mean, the Bruins are running away with the Atlantic right now. I think they've got like ten a 10-point lead. 10-point lead on the Maple Leafs right now. So They haven't played the Canadians at all this year, which is bullshit. Yeah. Right. And that rivalry is in the dumps right now. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I think we talked about it way back, you know, kind of, 
in a sense of like excited to kind of see, you know, the Canadians, they, they look good to start the season and then just kind of gone really flat. So, um, you know, but they've got, a, they've got a lot of young guys over there. They got a young captain, a lot of young players, a lot of rookies. So, I mean, you know, the future is certainly bright for that team, but I mean, the way the Bruins are playing right now, I don't, I, I, I don't see the Canadians giving them much of a, a game right now. So unless they do that thing, the Canadians do best get under their skin, but I don't even think the Canadians are built like that anymore. Are they? I mean, tradition's kind of gone out the window. I like what St. Louis is doing over there, but it's definitely different from what they're, they're used to. I, I think that's kind of league wide though. I mean, you know, every time I flip on social media or the TV, I mean, there's always a fight going on, but it's just like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's almost like a dog and pony show. Like there's no, like, um, there's just no intensity to the play. It's just, it, it's kind of like watching men's league. Really. Everyone's just kind of like, you know, it's a, it's high flying ton of goals, zero defense. Um, obviously, you know, and I've said this before is, are the Bruins a playoff team? I mean, you know, they look damn good right now, but you know, when you get into the playoffs and you know, the physicality part starts picking up and, you know, are the Bruins going to be, I, I think they've got the guys up front that can handle and you've got plenty of veterans and you got one of the best captains in hockey, you know, leading the way. Um, my only concern like going back to, you know, the start of the season is just the, the defensive end and, you know, can Lynn, can Lindholm carry that core of guys, you know, him and McAvoy, um, you know, they're going to log tons of minutes. Um, and that, you know, Lindholm, that's where Lindholm got lit up last year in the playoffs. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully it's, a, uh, you know, we're still, we still got a long ways to go and I'm sure there'll be some bumps on the road as the season goes. But as of right now, I mean, the, the bees, the bees look, I mean, they're just, they can just put up points, man. They're dangerous. So dangerous, but they're making it look fun. And that is something impressive. Uh, if they can pull off another win Friday night against the Carolina hurricanes, not only do they improve their record, but they set an NHL record. And I, who, who had that before the Hawks, maybe? Uh, you know, I don't know who the previous record holder was. I just know that it was, uh, it, it I, is I, 11 there. They've already tied it now. One more okay. win puts them ahead. Yeah. So I, I do, I do remember. And I believe the, that was the year the the Hawks won the cup, right? 2013. Yeah. They were up fucking, they didn't lose a regulation game until like, like two thirds of the way into the season. It, it was something amazing like that. Yeah. So this is very like familiar, you know, to that where it's like, I don't know, man. I just, they, the, the, whatever, whatever they've sprinkled in that locker room right now, it's like, it's just caught wildfire. And you know, that, that group's super tight. Everyone seems like they're having fun playing right now. Um, and you know, it was great to see, great to see Bergie last night, get a thousand. Mm. Um, remember watching him when we, he was, t- hold on. <laughs> Can we talk about that real quick? Oh, we have to. We absolutely have to. Obviously, it's amazing that he got his thousandth point. You know, same team, you know, he drafted by, been on the same team his whole career. But did he actually touch the puck to be, get a second assist? Yes, he did. I, I've, see, I've seen things swirling around the internet all day today about how th- there are people saying that he never really touched the puck. Like, yes, he granted, he, you know, granted he touched it originally entering the zone, but then, like, he gave it to DeBrusque and DeBrusque shot got blocked and then Marshawn got the rebound. Yeah. I mean, he definitely was carrying the puck like zone entry. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, yeah, he, I think he, I believe he dished it over to DeBrusque and DeBrusque tried to make a, either take a shot or make a play and it kind of hit something and bounced up in the air. And then uh, whatever, I think Marshy sold that one, but Marshy totally <laughs> sold that. Uh, it's a little you know. embellishment. Hey, Whatever the rest of, I mean, that's what the point that's the, well, that, and then, you know, they get the, the, now everything's like going back to the replay. And so they must, they had to have rewatched it and decided that, you know, it was a legitimate point. So, 
Imagine if they took I, it away. <laughs> I feel like I feel like even if they wanted to, they couldn't have just because of the way Marshy yeah. celebrated. Yeah. Like Bergeron showed zero, like, you know, like some excitement that we scored a goal, yeah. but Marshawn was acting like his his fucking first child was just born. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. yeah, that was uh that was pretty impressive the celebration, everybody coming off the bench. And there was there was some uh there's a cool social media post going around today too with everyone congratulating him and you know, just he's been I know it's 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 weird, man. What a transformation just you know, playing for so long and just always being kind of like, you know, I remember talks like way back and guys were like, you know, he would be like a second, third line winger, or I'm sorry, second, third line center on most other NHL teams and blah, blah, blah. And he's, you know, he's just a good 200 foot player, which he, which he totally is. But the last few years, man, he's been offensively, he's been really good, like really good. Yeah. I I think it's a combination of things. I I think the coaching change from Julian to um, when it ended up being Bruce Cassie, I think Cassie put him more in offensive situations. He didn't have him starting, you know, defensive zone all the time. He, he, and then obviously Montgomery has just took that and put it on steroids. Um, I also think too, he's, um, you know, he's playing with offensive players. Now he's got offensive wingers it's kind of evolved from, I mean, when he was playing with like freaking Marco Sturm and God knows who else to now, like, look at his wingers, you know, Marshan was, you know, arguably one of the best top five or seven wingers in the world. And then uh, Jake DeBrusque, who is on an absolute heater right now. And then they can move up Pasternak. You know, he's played with him a lot over the last few years with the, perfection line which i don't want to mention because <laughs> they don't they honestly don't need it i mean they can futz around the lines anytime they want but they just they've got so much talent now um and their power play too like the other thing is over the last few years you remember how awful they were under julian on the power play now they're just like you almost expect them to score a goal they've been seasons where like their power play has carried them so it's like it's kind of come full circle yeah yeah I feel like the the Bruins and the Julian days were known for their PK ability and not so much for their uh, for their for their power play. But um, you know, you you have seen the trend, and too, I mean, Pasta's now kind of solidified himself as a you know an NHL superstar. So I like him over in that Ovechkin spot. He just like he's so creative and he's got an absolute missile for a shot and, you know, and then you got Bur- uh, Marshy just running around, just making plays all over the place. And he's, you know, again, so creative and crafty and he can, you know, he can make guys pay from anywhere. So. And did, uh, did you guys see after uh, pasta scored last night and he had a stay down with the fan, the fan gave him the finger. I yeah. missed that, but I heard about it. <laughs> it was the un- uh, unbelievable. He was just like, yeah, <laughs> but gotta, back love, gotta, love, gotta love hockey fans, baby. How yeah. long's Bergeron been in the league now? Since oh oh three oh four. Yeah, that's well, right. Pre lockout. That's did you know? Ridiculous. Not a, so eighteen year old, right? I think he was eighteen. Yeah, he came in as an eighteen year old. So, in his eighteen year career, he's only had six seasons where he's had less than twenty goals. Yeah, that's. I bet you that. That's been and, a long time. Yeah, I mean, and that's, you know, where he had, you know, in 07, 08, he only played 10 games, had three goals. In 2012-13, he played in the Swiss A League for 21 games, had 11 goals. So, like, imagine if he played, like, a whole season. Yeah. But to be producing that the way he is at his, t- at, you know, at his point in his career is still fantastic. Yeah. You know, do you yeah. think if they don't win the Cup this year, you think he comes back for one more year? This is the one more year. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was supposed to be this year, right? It was the kind of the, the last two we had, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's tough. I don't see a team out there right now that's going to knock them off the fucking reels. Uh, well, everyone thought, I just, everyone I just, thought Tampa was going to kind of give them a, a better game last night, and they maybe the first half of the per- first period, that was about it. Yeah. I mean, the breaks a little bit. I, I want to see what they do in the playoffs. I mean, I, I listen, this is great. You know, this is awesome. They're definitely like 
if they don't go to the conference finals, at least I think the season's a fucking unmitigated disaster at this point. That's the way they've set it up. I mean, look at 2014. They won the president's trophy. Does anybody remember anything about that season? I don't want to talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> Merrill so, just sounded like a true Boston sports fan. Just, no, true Holding Bruins a grudge fan. from ages ago. That's right, no, Merrill. True, don't ever stop. True Boston fan, Marshall. Not even Bruins. True Boston yeah. fan. But I feel like the playoff, the regular season, and the playoffs are so just like diametric. They're two different animals, man. They're two. They're just two separate entities, man. They just, you know, the regular seasons like you know point night and just you know getting your points, doing your thing, staying relatively up there in the standings. Like if you have a good team, and then you're you know you're trying to save guys and rest guys for the. You know, I mean, look at Tampa. <laughs> Kucherov would sit out the whole season and then just be like, hey, guys, I'm ready for the playoffs. Here we ready go. Ready to go. Then have, then have fucking 30 points in 12 playoff games. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, in the playoffs, man, it's just, I just feel like it's like, you know, it, even as, a, you know, again, we're still early on in the season. We got a long ways to go, but, um, and I'm sure there'll be a couple of points you know, somewhere in there where the Bruins will kind of go into a little bit of a lull, which I think will be fine. Um, and, you know, again, my, my only thing is, you know, are they built for the playoffs? I think they're pretty close, um, which I can't believe I'm actually saying that, but um, from what I was saying two months ago. So um, they, you know, they look sharp. They've got ton ton of leadership. Um, they got a ton of depth and, you know, I, I, I think the big, the big one for me is Lindholm. I think if Lindholm came back after last season and then kind of, you know, how he ended the season with the big concussion hit, um, and came back and wasn't the same player. I don't know if the Bruins are, are where they at right now. I, I agree with everything Gordo said. I think. Obviously, Lindholm is a huge factor in the success they've been having. But I think the biggest thing for them come playoff season is healthy. Who's going to be healthy? That That's going to be the key factor. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that Marshawn and uh, McAvoy came back and Grizzly came back early. I think all three of them are playing like they've never missed a beat, to be honest with you. Even Grizzly, I thought he's been solid and strong. Yep. Um, but, you know, like we've said before, at, you know, playoff is a whole different level of hockey. The physicality is a lot more intense. Ramped up, yeah. Ramped, you know, it's, we got to see what they can do come come that point, you know, that point of the season. It, I it's think. not, you know, I agree, Clitz. It's not sexy to say or to talk about, but really that's what it boils down to, man, is who's healthy in the playoffs, Who's who's got a full lineup? Like we look at Colorado last year. Outside of Gerard, they had a full squad the whole the whole playoff run. Like there wasn't, they didn't have like a major injury. So like that's what it really boils down to. I know people want to talk about you know this, you know, you know the second line center and the third line. You know Charlie Coyle, this that. It's it's who's healthy. If the Bruins are healthy, it would be a major disappointment if they're not in the conference final. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. My, 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 I think if Bergeron is healthy and still fresh, if Krejci is, you know, same, I would say, um, I put, I would put him in the same category if he's fresh and he's, you know, pretty injury free. Um, and then DeBrosco would be the other guy for me. He's like a, you know, having a great season thus far, he's been getting every opportunity, but I think, you know, in the playoffs, I would be interested in him specifically to see whether or not he's able to step up in the playoffs and be the type of player that he has been in the regular season. So with the physicality ramping up, with the like, physicality and just like, you know, like, yeah, he's having success right now. He's playing with really good players right now and he's producing, but you know, as you guys know, come playoff time, time and space is going to get taken away. The physicality is going to go way up. And, you know, I mean, he's definitely got the tools and the skating ability to be, you know, um, you know, he, I mean, we, I think everyone hopes that he could be like a monster in the playoffs or the bees. I think those are the three guys though, that, 
you know, like Marshy, good, Lindholm, good, McAvoy, good. Like we got, you know, we obviously got other guys there, but we, I think those three guys in particular, like, you know, especially Berge and, and Krejci, I think, you know, come playoff time, if those two guys are healthy and are fresh, I think the Bruins could be a very scary team in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Speaking of other scary teams around the league, can we just talk about the New Jersey Devils real quick? I was saying that to to uh, I was saying that to Merrill earlier. Sixteen and three, yeah, like a twelve game winning streak, right? Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, like imagine, like they literally they have one one more loss than the bees, you know, and we have one more win than them, and you know, I, I don't think anyone expected them to be what yeah. they are right now. I know but, I didn't. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. it's. I saw an interview, it was like last week, they interviewed Jack Hughes in the locker room after a game. And um, the reporter was like, oh, you know, what are your thoughts on like, you know, the the power play not really clicking as well as, you know, as it should be. And he goes, we're on a nine-game heater. I think we're doing just fine. <laughs> and and he's, he's exciting to watch, man. Oh, he's so much fun to watch. Yeah. You imagine what it's going to be like when his brother's on the back end? Jasper Bratt. Oh God. It's going to be. That I mean, will be a team that I would. will get like a copy of their friggin' TV schedule and watch their games. Yeah. Well, I think that's another team, right? Like we talked about before with like the drafting and stuff. And um, I think, you know, they're on that downhill for quite a while and now they're kind of swooping back in there and starting to draft some really good guys. Um, yeah. So they don't even have Palat. Palat's missed like the whole season. Yeah. Jesper Bratt though has been that kid's I like him. He's a he's a fucking good player. The bees don't play them till December 23rd. Our boy Dougie Hamilton. What an ugly bastard. (laughs) I liked him though in the Bruins. I I did too, but I've heard rumors that he's a cancer in the locker room. Yeah. I know for a fact yeah. that he literally, as soon as he left Boston, one of the first orders of business for some strange reason was to block a few of the reporters from Boston. Beacon was one of them. <laughs> yeah, there's something. There's something. There's something off with him. I mean, how many teams has he been on? Like it's, he's been around Carolina, Calgary, Bees, you know, New Jersey. So yeah, Jersey. four four teams. Carolina, so, Calgary, Bees, and yeah. I liked him. Though. I mean, he, was, he was pretty tough kid, big guy, had a cannon. Um, I don't know. I just feel like he got looped into that, you know, like a lot of players did with that, you know, Julian years. I, I heard that his parents were like pains in the asses. They were like adamant that the Bruins signed his brother, Freddie, and – uh like I, I heard that they were a pain in the ass and uh, they were like more than happy to ship his ass out of town. Um, but I mean, getting back to the devils overall, like one of the biggest surprises to me is how well Vanacek's played in nets. I, like, I did not see that coming nine and one with almost a, a 92 save percentage. Like, I mean, they, they're uh they're hitting on all cylinders. Another another big addition is one of the guys I like on their team who's back and healthy is Miles Wood. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's yeah. back finally healthy and he looks uh, he looks back to be in top shape. Yeah, he's got ten points. Brad's up there with twenty four. He got Hughes he got at thirty three points. Him. Yeah. So I mean they've got some they got some guys that can score some goals and they play a fast brand of hockey. Um, and then uh, who's a who's a kid on the back end there? The defenseman, um, um, uh, one of Lounge's guys, John Reno. Reno, Reno, Reno yeah. He's yeah what a, what he's a been, steal they got from Pittsburgh with yeah, him. Huh? He's, and he's been getting a lot of press lately too. He's been playing very well. He's so, a Harvard boy. He's wicked smart. He's wicked smart. He's a good kid though. Yeah, they got you know, he. Yeah, no, they they picked up a few guys from like all over the place. Like Siegenthal is having like a amazing year. He's plus nineteen. He was a guy that the Capitals gave up on. Like they they've kind of got like a mishmash of like guys who they've developed, and then so they've sprinkled in some veterans that other teams have kind of thrown to the wayside. And um, you know they got it all clicking. I mean, they really do. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, that's a, that, you know, again, we're, we're not really into the meat of the season yet. So, um, but, and then I think that would be a good test of the bees when they play New Jersey, because similar standings, uh, you know, a lot of skill, a lot of talent on that team, a lot of speed. Yeah. I think that would be a very good, you know, matchup for the bees. And if the bees can block yeah. them, like they've been doing most of the teams to me, that solidifies that the bees are not that they're not, you know, but, to me, solidifies that they're the top team in the league right now. Yeah, agreed. You know? I was uh, laughing, Clance. I was thinking about your uh, that that fan giving uh, pasta the uh, the finger. Did you see that? <laughs> did you see that KHL the KHL game? Oh, the one where the guy tomahawked the ref and then kicked him after the guy that no, the guy that oh that one too. But the do you see the fan? Literally, just oh the guy that jumped the boards. Literally, Spider Man jumped the glass, <laughs> just ran on the ice. And I saw another one today. Some kid was at the rink at the uh, Canadians practice arena. And he just, with the, he, had, you know, he was skating at, he was skating at the rink there and he had his gear on still. And he just jumped on the ice. That's amazing. And jumped in on a practice. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> went in, the goalie came out, like poke checked him on a play, got a puck again, went back, took a shot on the goalie, and then they like ripped him off the ice. That's unbelievable. I'd do that. But like, getting crazy I, out there. I cannot believe, Meryl. I think I sent you the video on. Um, I slid into your DMs on Instagram. Yeah, with uh, the guy in Russia that literally tomahawked the ref, two handed him across the, sh- the shoulder, and then kicked him while he was down with his skate on. Like I, I pray I, to God I that Putin stunned. doesn't. I mean that Putin's gonna probably have that guy off. I mean, was that was that the KHL or was that one of their like twenty five minor leagues? It it looked. I mean, that looked like a. It did not look like it to me at first. I thought it was a men's league. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, you know, but like, what a complete fucking asshole! I mean, I I I've never seen anything like that. Honestly, like that that was. Uh, I mean that 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 was just I I. I I'm at a loss for words, as you couldn't tell. Like that, yeah, it looked like a rush. Okay, so, um, so I'm, I'm looking at it on Twitter. It's a, it's like a Russian third tier. I, I don't even know what the hell you'd call it. Yeah, I don't think that guy will be allowed to play hockey ever again. I would no um, after doing that, but. Um, anyways. Anyone see Jamie Ben get TKO'd last night? Oh man, Manson! I don't know why he's oh. trying. I don't know why he's fighting so much. Manson, I, I mean, Ben got like one or two shots in, like on the side of the head and like maybe the shoulder, and then Manson just fucking bing bop boop. Bang, yeah. bang. Well, he can't win them all. Well, he learned from his dad. His his dad uh, was a fucking savage on the Blackhawks. He. He beat the shit out of Scott Stevens, like back when Stevens was on the blues, just they were skated out to center ice in the middle of a line brawl. And they just fucking went toe to toe. And he, uh, he just bludgeoned him with like three upper Scott Stevens, who's a tough bastard, three uppercuts. So like, yeah. obviously, uh, you know, Josh Manson knows how to throw him. It runs in the family. No, he's a, he, Ben's a tough kid too, man. He's a, he's a big guy. I just don't know why he's fighting. It's like, why don't you get one of your top guys out there fighting everybody? 33 years old and dropping the gloves. I mean, it's, it's captain, man. He's he, trying to lead his team. Yeah, I know. But he's been, he's dude, he's been fighting a lot this year. He's probably frustrated that they suck. Yeah, true. <laughs> how, how about, uh, how about Kale McCarr? 200, the fastest of 200 points as a D man. 200 points in 195 games. That I mean, that, he sucks. Unheard of. <laughs> Like, just, I mean, part of it's the new era of the NHL, but I, I feel like the way he skates, he could dominate in any era. Like, he's just. He, mean, he, re- he reminds me of, like, watching Bobby Orr clips back in the 70s. Everyone has said that. Everyone Dude, said he's, like, the new age Bobby Orr. He, he broke, is. like, four Bobby Orr records already. Yeah. But it's, but it's very similar, though, like, watching the two play, like, just the stuff that they could do, their skating ability and what they could do with a puck and score goals. It's just. I mean, he looks like me when I run the uh, learn to skate instructional play for Braintree Youth Hockey, just buzzing around out there. 
just smoking all those little not guys. Alive, you believe just, it. just running them over. Well, Go off the tracks when the train's coming, baby. Yeah. Oh. Dude, he's probably going to be the first D-man since I believe it's Brian Leach was the last guy to get 100 points. Like, that's definitely in play from a car. Like, and he yeah. was kind of, like, off to a slow start at the beginning of the season, too. Yep. Yeah, he's kid. He's a stud, man. He's unreal. He's a stud. He's a very humble kid, too. Yeah. I like I hard work I, ethic. It was, it was kind of hard not to like Colorado last year. Yeah. Like, I like McKinnon. I like him as a player and as like a good character guy. And McCarr is just a quiet, humble kid. And so they had a couple weasels on that team, but I like those two guys. So, no team's complete without them, Gordo. You know that. True. Yeah. If I if I was picking a team in my starting five, I'd be going with Connor McDavid, Patrick Kane, Nathan McKinnon, Adam Fox, Kale McCarr, and you know what? Give me all Mark in net, baby. Yeah. Wow. What talk wow. about coming full circle. Well, he's up there right now. He's since he's still like top two, I think, in the league. He's uh number one for I just had it up. Give me one second. That's what Clance said. Oh, yeah, same oh. percentage. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Ben. I caught on to that one, Ben. I'll be here all week. Thank you very much. He leads the league in goals against average at one point nine six. Save percentage, he's second at point nine three five. Basically tied for first with Hellebuck. They're both at point nine three five. Again, I, you know, well, Swayman's back. And, yep. you know, so hopefully they can still can kind of continue to work him into the rotation. And, you know, again, I think Allmark's going to be a big piece of that playoff run. And it, that's, he's another guy, too, that I, I should have mentioned. Um, you know, if he steps up to the plate in the playoffs – and plays like he is right now. Again, I the Bruins are going to be tough to beat, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, um, Forbert's coming back. He's skating. Um, looks like Frederick's going to be out for a little bit. That didn't look good going into the corner there. I think he's uh, going to Craig, Craig Smith's going to draw back in the lineup. I know, you don't like uh, him. You don't like him, Clance? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever knew that, but he's not my favorite. There's always one guy that Clance doesn't like, and then what happens is that guy they, ends they, up, they, they go on a, a fucking, fucking heater, <laughs> like Jake DeBrusque last year. Then it was Forbert challenges him to a race, and now Forbert's like an integral part of their PK. Yeah, was like their best defenseman in the playoffs. He year. can be he hey. can be part of that all he wants. I'll still beat him in a race. Kit, listen. Consider it consider it an honor if Clancy starts riding your ass because that means you're going to be on the way up. Just look at it. It's the it's it's the opposite of the kiss of death. It's the Clancy kiss of whatever you want to insert there. The Clancy but, curse. Kiss yeah, of the Clancy curse. I like it. Sounds that, like a that, uh, that's that's how I got three kids. Country song. <laughs> I was gonna uh, I was gonna to flip on a serious note here. Did you guys see that thing with a kid from Michigan State? Another uh, another bozo idiot, you know, in the game of hockey right now. Uh, I saw, I, I saw, like, um, you know, not reports, but like statements that Michigan State University and Michigan State hockey put out. I yeah. never really read them, but I, what what exactly is going on with that? Uh, uh, black kid on Michigan State, a kid there. I think they were playing Ohio State, and a kid on Ohio State was calling him a racial slur oh several, several times in the game. So, obviously, the kid has now come out and said that that happened. Um, and the kid, the kid that was saying it, the ref heard it and gave him a penalty for it. So haven't, I haven't seen any release on the kid's name or anything like that. Um, this kid has now come out. I think it's just, uh, ah, man, I can't remember the kid's name. It's going to drag Joshua. It looks yes. like. Yep. That's it. 
um, he's come forward and just said, you know, this, this happened and, you know, just, it's not good for the game. And some other guy, Anson Carter, who obviously he's a Michigan state alumni, he came out and, you know, had some pretty harsh words for, for everybody as well. And, um, but apparently the school nor the, the big 10 are, are have, they said case closed, you know, they're not moving forward. You know, he, he got a penalty for it. That's it. That's wrong. That's yeah, right. I mean, the kid's name that, that said the slur, I guess his name is Camille Sodlaka. He's a senior uh, right wing for Ohio State. Drafted so, or no? Not drafted. Um, Good luck trying to get a contract after the season, pal. Yeah, yeah. he um, yeah, good he luck was in the U.S. Under-17 under national development team that played two years with Madison Capitals in the USHL. Then he's been at uh, Ohio State for the last four years. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I did hear that he had – there was talks of him, you know, signing. Not um, anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, it's just like, when is, the, when is that going to stop, man? It's ridiculous. Did you guys – you know, not, it's not a, a racial thing, but did you guys see the stuff about A.J. Greer? No. No. So, like, remember how, like, when they played the Rangers, they had, like, the, he got in a fight, and there was, like, another fight going on. There was, like, a double fight. Some yeah. guy, like, and I, based off what I'm reading, it sounds like A.J. Greer in the past has been a, a victim of bullying. And he, there, I guess somebody slid into his DMs on Instagram, or it might have been, I think it was Instagram, calling him, like, you know, name, not, not, like, racial names, but calling him, like, you know, homophobic yeah. names and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Because, like, he didn't fight a tough guy and this and that. And, you know, and AJ was like, listen, he's like, I dealt with this my whole life. Like, if people want to call me names, whatever, he's like, but when you start crossing a line of, like, homophobic slurs, like, that's, you know, that's just not right. Yeah. You know, but like, know. like you said, go to, like, when is this shit going to stop? I don't know. I know one thing. Know? Joe Rogan says it all the time. Don't read the comments. Don't read your yeah. messages. Just, like, I just think there's so many just stupid ass people in this world, like for real, like our country's on fire and you know, it's just uh, social media and like Twitter, especially oh, it is just like a breeding ground for hate and stupid and just idiotic, just, you know, and then you got people fighting with like robots and, Russian yeah. Russian farms and all this crazy shit on there. And it's like, you know, and, and it's literally turning our society, I think, insane. Yeah, it, it is. It's, I, I mean. I, it just, it's so hard for me to grasp, like, like a, a guy, a guy messaging Greer like that, like guy's a bozo. He, he, he's, yeah. he's a nobody. Like, you know, just some moron that's on, you know, that's got a social media, you know, an Instagram page. And he's just, you know, let me hop on here and trip this guy and see if I can get yeah. a reaction out of him. Like that stuff. Like, again, I don't even know why he would even bother, but, um, you know, the, the, the stuff of the kid from Michigan state though, like, dude, that's crazy. It's 2022. Yeah. Like what the, where are we? Like, where are we at, man? And you know what? It, it's like, and shame on you know the Big Ten and in you know Ohio State for not disciplining this kid further, you know because remember correctly, I think it was last year or maybe the year before, there was an incident in the ECHL where yeah uh, the player made you know a racial not didn't say anything but made like racial movements towards that was an African. Those Sue Van's brother, I think. No, the youngest one wasn't it. I, I don't think, think so. so. Was oh, it was Jacksonville? It? Yeah, I yeah. Think so, like that kid that did that has never seen another shift in hockey in his life. Yeah, like what? Like I always like I remember growing up. Like my parents always said, like if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything yeah. at all. Yeah, and treat people the way you want to be treated. If you want to be treated like a piece of shit then go ahead and treat people like pieces of shit. But if you don't want to be treated like shit, don't treat people like shit. That, that's plain and simple. Like, 
there's no need for that. Like they're like Gordo, like you said, there's enough shit going on in this world to for for everyone else to, for people to worry about the, to to deal with stupid bullshit like this. Like I just, I'm just grow up. Like you're you're a man. Be a man. I'm just surprised in this day and age, though, like where everything is scrutinized and you know, you, like you do, especially when you do something like that, you know, for a fact, it's going to get publicized and it's going to get like, it's going to get a lot of press. You have to be the stupidest one. You're the stupidest asshole on planet earth for doing that anyways. And whoever the hell raised you, they're also an asshole. But like, how do you not have any common sense? And too, like the college, like, I cannot believe that there's no conversation. They're just like, yep, it's all good. Hands are clean. He got a penalty for, you know, saying what he said. And, uh, yep, we're just going to carry on business as usual. Gordo, there's lots of assholes that have no common sense in this world. Like society, like I say, is a fucking cesspool. And whether it's social media and, I mean, like you just – you know, it's just, you just shake your head. Like you can't, I can't believe the people are this stupid, this ignorant. And, um, you know, like, I, like you guys said, shame on the big 10. Like, you know, the, the, they're one of the people that, you know, they're one of the entities that have the power to, to, to do something about it and bring about change and like, just, uh, you know, hold a kid accountable. I, I guarantee, I, I guarantee you if this was, um, in a pro league, this would be dealt with a lot differently. Um, So it just, it's just kind of surprising that, you know, that the big 10 would be this. uh, I'm I'm surprised dude. 90, 90% of college universities in this country are the most woke, whatever the hell you want to call it. Like institutions on planet earth. Progressive. Yeah. Like the only thing I could think of is maybe like, this kid that made these racial comments to the to Michigan State player, mom and dad possibly could have very deep pockets yeah. and probably donate a shit ton of money to the hockey program as well as the university themselves. And we're probably like, hey, my son fucked up. Here's half a million dollars towards your university to make this stop. You never know. I, again, I'm just speculating. Yeah. That's just yeah. me thinking outside the box. Yeah. Very well could be that type of situation. Yeah, 100%. It's you just, know? I'm just like, regardless of all that, I'm just like, can't believe that a kid would be that dumb in this day and age and the climate to do something like that. I just like, yeah, dude you have a potential to play after school. Like you're literally fucking your whole life over, you know, I mean, there's so many things that you could say. If you're going to chirp, man, like, you know, I've been on the bench. I've had some dudes say some fucking wild shit to me, but like, you know, like, come on. Like that is just like crazy, man. Crazy. And it just keeps, it's like every day I go on social media, there's another something's going on and it's, you know, I don't know either that or I just should just stay the fuck off of Twitter. And <laughs> it's just like, it's just think, think before you speak. Yeah. Well, it's the like change, if you're, it's like if you're a construction where I can measure twice, cut once. Right. Exactly. Well, the shift gears a little bit. I don't know if you guys watched, uh, I think it was on last night or two nights ago. The, um, you got the uh, the rivalry series going on with, on the women's hockey. Um, USA is just beating up on Canada this year. Three, yeah, it. they won three and in a row, it. and I love it. Great game the other night. It was, dude, what a game! I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, I think Hillary Knight before the game, she got honored. She's like the all time like. Leading, leading point scorer and points or something like that. She's together. gross, dude. She's she's been she's thirty three. Yeah, she's been on that team since she was she, a kid. She played at what Wisconsin? She at Wisco. She put up Wisco, a yeah. fucking shitload of points too. I remember when she got out of Wisco, she started like skating with like the Anaheim Ducks. She like practiced with them for a little while. 
She, they trained when we, uh, when we built the, uh, the Attleboro rink, they came and did like a one week, like training thing at our facility. And, uh, dude, she's a big gal. She's like six foot, six yeah. foot. She's, she's big and she's strong. And she's uh, fit. She's got a six pack and a half. Well, those, those girls do, they get the best of the best, man. They train, yeah. all they do is train, 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 train. And, you know, so, cause they don't have what the, they don't have an NHL. No. So to speak, they have the PHF, but you know, that whole fucking can of worms, we'll talk about that later, but um, <laughs> it was a dude physical. They were getting after it. Megan Keller was throwing bombs. It was a, uh, and us took it. I think the final was four to two. Um, so I think they've got, yeah, too. They played at that new, um, climate pledge. Yeah. They played at, uh, that place in Seattle, the new rink out there where the is that where the Kraken play? Yeah. That place looks, that was the old, uh, key arena. They, uh, okay. You know, it's, it's, it's down. The rink is down like in the grounds. Like when you walk through the doors, yeah, you're, it's you're actually looking thing. down at the rink. Yeah. That's it's, pretty uh, sick. They got, I think they got like 14 or 15,000 fans for that game. That's awesome. So it was, and it was a, it was a like really good game. I've been watching a ton of PHF games and um, that was a heck of a hockey game to watch. Canada's got some, some big players that just are mean and can just, they're fast, they're big, but us, man, they're just like, they got they got speed. Hillary Knight had I think two. I think she had two goals and an assist that night. So she got you know she had a big night for her. She got honored, and then uh, went on a tear and scored a beauty beauty breakaway goal. But um, and then uh, you know we've got the we got some PHF action going on. We're still early on in the season, but you got your uh, we got our hometown gals are in. Uh, they're in first place right now. Yeah, they're playing a home and home. Uh, well, not even a home and home. They played two games against the Toronto Six at Warrior this weekend. Which that's going to be for them. I think that will be a good test for them. Um, Toronto's they lost. I would say arguably their best player in a in a. So it was weird this year. I was looking it up. I was like, I, I was like, I can't remember if they had a draft this year. And then I looked into it. And they actually, they changed the rules this year. They went away from the draft and they just did like, a, just basically a wide free open, uh, wide open free agent, like just sign whoever the hell you want. So, Interesting. yeah, which Boston, I think, you know, made out pretty damn well on that deal. I was going to say, <laughs> I think they did all right for themselves. Well, it's, it's just, it's like, dude, they're freaking stacked, man. Like, I'm, from the games I've watched thus far, I mean, they play just kind of like a free, wide open style, just because they can. They've got the, they've got the guns to play that way, but um, they don't really play very systematic hockey. They're just like run and gun, and just you know, they just let their players do their thing. Um, where watching some of the other teams, they play a pretty structured game, but. Their decor is really good. Their goaltender Schroeder is just like I think she's had like three shutouts already. Uh, yeah. So she's really good. Nine seventy. They, they had they had Bert last year, and uh, they kind of did like a little bit of a rotation last year, and then Bert kind of like took the took the reins towards the end of the season, and she was just like unstoppable. So, but they they played. Uh, I saw them play Connecticut the first game which I think is Connecticut's only game up until this point. Yeah. What happened to that? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with their schedule. It's uh, you know, it's, I think that league's still a little bit of a work in progress, but um, you know, it was a good game in the beginning, but just Boston's so loaded and they're so deep and their decor is really good this year. And then with the goaltending, it was just, you know, um, just for some reason, they, I mean, with all those, with all that firepower, they still seem to struggle like scoring goals. But again, we're, we're early on in this season, but 
I think Toronto will be a good test for them. Brittany Howard, um, who else is on that uh, Toronto team? They've got they've got some players, um, and they they gave them a tough. Yeah, uh, they gave them a, them a tough goal in a few games last year, um, which I think Toronto actually kind of won out the series versus the Pride last year. So, yeah, um, but it looks pretty even across the board. I mean, it's you know, Lee alum and Emma Woods. There, Emma Woods is a player. I like. Uh, they got uh, they they have a big defenseman. She's like six three, maybe. Um, I liked her Nova. last year. Nope. Um, well, they got. Uh, they got um, oh, man, what's her name? They got she played for the Pride last year, uh, Vanasova. So she played for the Czech national team. She she went up to Toronto this year. She's a really good player. And then they've got a big defenseman too. Um, I think she's a second year, third year in now. Um, she's like six three, six four. She's really tough to get around, and she can make plays too. She's pretty good. Um, so. You know, so far so good. Boston's looking pretty sharp, and um, but we got a long ways to go. And you know, but I, I don't. It, they're almost like the Bruins, man. It's like you watch them play. Like I don't see anybody. I kind. It was kind of like very similar to when I coached them, and I was just you know game after game, and I'm like, I don't think anyone's going to beat these guys. Yeah. So um, it's very seeming like that's going to be the trend this year, especially with Schroeder and the pipes. Like they just look really strong. So in their depth is crazy, but um, I don't know. We'll see. It's fun. It's been fun to watch so far. It's more, I mean, you know, all the hockey has been good and I think ESPN plus does a nice job and broadcasting the games. And so I got my fill of girls hockey, women's hockey here. The last uh, the last couple of weeks, get caught up a little bit. So, indeed, indeed, Gordo, let's get caught up, shall we? And uh, we'll get caught up on final thoughts because we're coming up on uh, already an hour, just about it's crazy. Ten forty Eastern Standard Time here on a Tuesday night, and uh, it's it's been a wild one. But glad the pride are. On the up and up, and uh, they're defending champs for a reason, so it's going to be awesome. Final thoughts, we'll take our way around. Clance, why don't you lead it off, and then we'll uh, go around the horn. Yeah, no, you know, talked about a lot of great things tonight. Uh, excited uh, where the bees are, and, you know, excited for, their, for them to get to the meat of the season and see if they can keep this streak going. Um, was pumped to be back on with you guys, and, uh, yeah, got a lot going on. Causeway Kings hockey jersey should be in in the next week or so. Um, whoop, whoop. Made by Vibera Hockey, so we'll be rocking those when. Awesome. Whether we do a live show somewhere, or you know, Abington Cam TV again, or even you know, down at the WMX studio, we got high school hockey starting up in five days. So my uh, my poor wife is going to be stuck at home for the next six nights next week with all three boys. So uh, I got to make sure that. She's well taken care of, and uh, her birthday's coming up as well. So, got a lot going on in the Clancy household. Got a full slate. I do. I do. Yep. Jeez. Well, happy birthday to your wife. Uh, she's a freaking saint, A, to be married to you, and then to have three boys. So, <laughs> I tell her that all the time. I said, and this weekend, baby me and Clancy will uh, we'll get some beer somewhere at a nice local establishment and uh, have some laughs. So yes, much needed. Look forward to it, and my wife is highly encouraging it. So, Are the rest of the Causeway Kings invited. Jeez, Cordo, did well, you get an invite? You guys want to show up? Ben, yeah, you, you, guys ben, you work, ben, you work fucking twenty three and a half hours a day. <laughs> he's like a New Jersey diner. It closes one hour. Fuck. He's like he's like the old he's the old Nick's restaurant in Weymouth Landing that was open from like midnight to like fucking six a.m. for breakfast. That was about it. We took a three hour break for sleeping. Oh shit, dude! No word of a lie. You, I think you work more than the fucking Cumberland Farms is open in my town. They close at ten now. You fucking work more. Same, than they same here, actually. Mine. Uh, I, I sauntered in about uh, ten minutes. Uh, oh, what I thought was ten minutes to ten. Apparently, it was ten. They were like, "Hi, get your shit, get out." And I was like, "Wow, I thought you guys were open twenty four hours." No, we're closed. 
They should have served you anyway because you used the word saunter. They did, but they wouldn't get me gas. So what can I say? That's what I really rolled in there for. I said, listen, I got three miles on the old odometer here. I'm going to need some gas. Jesus, three miles. They said, why don't you try the mobile at the end of the corner? I said, all right, fine. I'll backtrack back that way. Closed. Like, come on, man. Where am I supposed to go? You're a brave soul, man. Let it get to three miles till empty. Jesus. For the record, I I didn't let it. It's where I acquired it. Let's put it that way. Benny, you blame the wife for that one? No, actually, I I lent out the car and they didn't put any gas in it. It was not the lady on this one, though. You're a brave soul for renting out your car. You ever see the movie The Other Guys with uh, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg? (laughs) I'm so glad nothing like that happened. Jeez. <laughs> I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly, boys. Ah. <laughs> hey, I want to. Hey, want to wish everybody, obviously you guys. I mean, every everybody out in uh, Causeway Kingland a very happy Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble. Happy Thanksgivings. I, I will be in a turkey coma, probably about uh, one p.m. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take the uh, the under on that one. What are you eating? Um, eating Thanksgiving dinner at like fucking 9 a.m.? Yeah, man. Who doesn't? I'm, the minute I wake up on Thanksgiving, I will have turkey on a plate, stuffing, cranberry sauce, gravy, mashed potatoes, you name it, you name it, on and on and on. I'll probably have, I'll probably, I'll probably drill down on about two full plates, I think. And then I will be unconscious for the rest of the day. Gordo's going to resemble a bear after a certain while. Gordo, do your kids eat turkey? No, dude. My little guy, he won't. Heath will eat anything. He'll have some turkey, but my little guy. Dude, uh, if there's one meal I wish my kids would eat, it'd be like a Thanksgiving meal because after I eat, all I want to do is just go to bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, I that's why I wish my kids would eat it because I'm like, oh, great. They'll pass out for the night. But, like, my five-year-old eats nothing but fucking pasta with butter and cheese. Yep. My little guy wakes up in the morning and says, uh, I want mac and cheese. I'm like, nope, because it's 7 in the morning, and people don't eat mac and cheese at 7 in the morning. But all, dude, all day. What do you want for lunch? Mac and cheese. What do you yep. want for dinner? Mac and cheese. Yep. So him, him, eating, him eating uh, eating turkey on uh, Thursday will probably be slim to zero. You just got to put his well, turkey in some mac and cheese. What's the problem? Yeah. Let, I wish let me give could. a little shout-out real quick. Speaking of Thanksgiving and turkey meals and dinners and all that stuff, Fasano's Marketplace in Braintree is now open. Coach, head coach of the varsity t- team at Braintree High, Dave Fasano, opened up a uh, awesome store right on Washington Street in Braintree, and they actually have a sandwich called the Gobla. And it is literally a Thanksgiving feast packed into a giant sub roll, and it is amazing. Head down on there. It's unbelievable. The food is fantastic. The service is amazing. Awesome, awesome place. Well, we got high, high school hockey season starting up this week. Clance, Rancher yep. High School. Where are we nice going? Knowing, nice where knowing you guys. Where are we going? Yeah, well, obviously nice knowing you because we're <laughs> we, we will never see you. Rancher High is winning. Yeah, are we, are, we making a, are we making a run at States this year? You're fucking right we are, baby. Love it. Brain, Braintree High is taking it home this year. I can feel it. Special group of kids there. I know that. Well, we wish you the best of luck, my friend. You're Happy taking you. you're, you're, I'm starting to wind out of coaching and you're just you're just getting started, baby. Yeah. You're, yeah. Learn to play hockey, JV, varsity. You would think by how much I'm on the ice and moving around, I'd be fucking 80 pounds lighter, but no. Yeah, it's that, that's a weird thing, right? Yeah. It sucks. I've tested that. Um, I've done a lot of scientific research on that, and I can tell you that it does not fucking work. Uh, <laughs> it's the cold, man. The cold screws you. It does. It does. But. Anyways, hope everybody has a good Thanksgiving, and hopefully, uh, I don't know, I think pretty soon we'll probably start talking about the draft is starting to look a little, get some movement going on there, and uh, and then hopefully the Bruins, man, they just, let's just hope they just keep on rolling. Just keep keep making me wrong all day. I'm yeah, playing. They got Panthers tomorrow, 
Uh, good, fr- uh, good Friday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shows you where I'm fucking at. Fucking, uh, the, uh, Friday after Thanksgiving against the hurricanes. And, uh, yeah, they, uh, they get a couple of decent tests coming up. So, and then they can play the lightning again and then the avalanche. So they got a, a good slate of games coming up. They're not, uh, they're not playing the sisters of the poor anymore. Nice rhyme. So. Go time. Well said. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave you guys with this. Patrick Kane to the Boston Bruins. Boom! Mic drop, bitches. You That's tried- been all over the place, man. Ain't gonna happen. I think it will. Ain't gonna happen. I think it will. I I don't know how they make the salary. I would love to see it. Don't get me wrong. I don't know how they create the salary cap space. Very easily. Very easily. I, I, I saw DeBrus name in that, but so Kane's making what? Eight million a year right now, nine million a year. Yeah, I think eight. So <laughs> here, here you go, right? I'll break it down for you. Okay, we break go. it let down. Me my, let me get out my pen and my napkin. Go for it. Use the one that you blew all your fucking snots into. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you trade away Brandon Carlo. There's what three million a year he's getting. Three Boom. nine. Trade away Jake DeBrusque. There's four million. Boom. You're now at seven nine. And then, you know what? Throw Wagner in there. He's making $2.5 million down in the minors. Boom, motherfuckers. You just cleared up your cap space to bring in Patrick Kane. Thank you. Uh, you need Lysel, too. They're not going to just take that. those guys. I heard I heard Lysel in that conversation, and I heard DeBrus. So, I, I, DeBrus, yeah, I, I like Lysel. I think he might be a, a future guy that we might want to keep around, but I don't know. I... I Kane's also aging out, man. He he's awesome, but who he, gives a fuck? He's, he's on still the producing end. at a high rate. He'll fit right in with the rest of the team. Yeah, like, for, for, for what? For one more run? I don't know if that's like a well. Yeah, I mean, if if this is Patrice's for real, like his last go at it, then maybe. I mean, I, if I was him, and they had an opportunity to get Patrick Kane, man, in that locker room, yikes! I don't. That might. That's a. It's too good to pass up. If they can find a way to, I like where your head's at, Lance. I like where your head's at. I just, I don't know. I see all the, I see all the Bruin nerds, the little Twitter nerds on there. Like Patrick Kane's never going to come here and fucking. Why wouldn't he? Well, no, it's not that he. It's not that he wouldn't come here. It's like you know, you're not going to trade away Dabrowskin. You know, blah blah. blah. I'm like, watch Watch me. me. (laughs) It's like. But it's like, yeah, of course, you see what he's fucking playing with? He's got Jared Tenorti playing 20 fucking minutes a night. What, what you, like, the team is a, a fucking joke. I don't, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that's really the concern right now is like him and like, he's not, he's not having a great season. He's getting dealt though. He, there's oh, no he's, he's him and Taves. Him and Taves are gone at the trade deadline. Yeah, it's it's coming. I mean, got, got a couple more months maybe. And then like, he's. He's going to be in a big market on a good fucking team. Like Dumb I think, man. I think he's at the Rangers. He's, he's at the the final kind of stages of his career, and I'm sure he would would love to go try to win another cup. So, considering I, I, he owes me one, at least from the Hawks side of things, yeah. that would be. I mean, sense. Oh my God, let it go, Ben. You no. sound like fucking Merrill the 2015 draft. 2013 hey. is still relevant. You got. So, I mean, you look at, I mean, the Rangers make a lot of sense. Obviously, the Bruins make a lot of sense. Just look at the contenders. I mean, Devils. De- yeah, Devils, Vegas, and uh, Patrick Kane in Vegas. Could you imagine? Patrick Kane in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some, there. I mean, you put, you, you fill him in on most of those high end teams in that raw, on those rosters, and your team is looking, a whole hell of a lot better, man. I still say sneaky dark horse, and they're in second place in their division, and they are a young team. The Kings, man. That's a sneaky. I'm not saying it's like a it, – it's a like if it's a low-key, like, you know what I mean? They got prospects. That, that might be a place that he ends up, but I don't think it's his first choice. I think it'd probably be Rangers, Bruins – or like Colorado or Vegas, those are. Yeah. He's going. Cool. He's going to Arizona, and then he's going to take Arizona to the promised land. Yeah, I would, I, yeah. <laughs> no, he's going to go to Vegas and be with Phil Kessel. What a line that is! 
Well, I think once, I think, you know, again, once we get through another couple months of the season and it starts getting like, you know, then it starts heating up on the, the Rimmerville. I mean, if Boston is still there up at the very tippity top, I would say that there's a pretty good fucking chance that he'll, that that would be one of the teams that he would want to go to. So oh, I'd also throw Craig Smith in. That oh, tree oh, well. How noble of you. See you later. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a I mean, that's no offense. LaSalle's not lighting it up in the AHL. He's got four goals. Yeah. No, and I get it. I get it. But he's, he's you know, he's young, man. He's 18-year-old. He's an 18-year-old kid. Clance, why don't you just be like, you know what? I'll be benevolent. I'll give you the Mitchell Miller contract, too. Why don't you just throw yeah. that in there? I would, awful I, nice of you. I would definitely let that kid marinate for a little bit longer, Clance. Southern uh, Chicago. Why not? Why uh, not? Oof, that'd be I, a rough head for that kid. Oh my god! I gotta say, those are the hell. That was a hell of a final thought. <laughs> no shit. You just threw a fucking monkey wrench in life, right there, buddy. That's what I do. Thanks, Clance. You're welcome. Well, on that happy note, kids, we appreciate everybody tuning in every week here for a brand new episode of the Causeway Kings. Oftentimes, we don't even know what's going to happen next. We're often just as shocked as the rest of you when we find out what comes out of our mouth. As always, boys, thank you very much. Yeah, you heard me. That's right, Clance. So give me that look. That's right. <laughs> boys, the Bruins are rocking and rolling. They couldn't be doing any better if we asked. So we'll just complain a little bit more and say, as always, folks, let's, let's go, go B. B.